didn't see it coming. The podcast about brands that learn from the past, are looking to the future, and are profiting because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. Now, what's your take on this shopping frenzy called Black Friday? Well, first off, I want to point out that any holiday that has its own death count uh, must be something that we're, <laughs> that's worth talking about. I, I checked online and I saw that uh, Black Friday actually has its own death count, sort of like our debt c- clock. Uh, and apparently since 2006, there's been seven deaths and 98 injuries, and that did not account for a murder-suicide that happened in the Nordstrom. So that's actually... Uh, Nine deaths. So I'm thinking there must be something uh, very Hollywood or very wrong about this occasion. But it really uh, exemplifies the the consumer society of the United States, isn't it? I I look at it and I go, you know, I I, I abandoned um, big mainstream advertising ten years ago to start a green agency, thinking I was going to make sustainability sexy. And Black Friday to me was one of those things that exemplified 1980s style hyperconsumption and and I just thought you know this is a this is a day that has to have had its apogee and must be on the wane must be on the decline and so I went hunting uh, for information, was was my thesis correct that you know people were just getting over this thing? They're 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 looking for more meaningful ways to spend their Thanksgiving holiday, mm-hmm. and um, I saw a couple of isolated examples. I saw, for example, that REI, sort of uh, the United States equivalent of Mountain Equipment Co-op, has decided to give all its employees Black Friday off and say they're they're big they're their thought was, you know, just go outside with your loved ones and go do something as opposed to shopping in the aisles. Mm -hmm. As well, um, Nordstrom and Costco announced that they weren't opening until much later in the day on Friday as opposed to making their employees work through the dim hours of Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, Staples and GameStop, which is a big games on a video games distributor Mm -hmm. in the United States, said they're going to be open later on Friday. But, um, you know, you look up Black Friday online and there's still tons of Walmarts and Targets and, and folks having big Black Friday blowouts. You know, they're, they're encouraging the people to come stand in line and then kill each other. So there's a bit of a pushback in the United States. Why is it creeping into Canada? I think, I think everybody is desperate for the dollar. Um, I, I think that there's also that, um, that sort of that mentality that it's a terrible thing. And if I don't open my store, then my friend is going to make off with all of my money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing that happens with climate change between the Americans and the Chinese. The Americans are saying, we can't dial back our carbon emissions because we're not going to be as competitive and the Chinese are going to eat our lunch. So it's that same mentality. We've got guns uh, to each other's head. And I think it's very, very hard to break that cycle. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Um, uh, taking REI um, uh, as an example, what they've said, uh, the, the, the CEO of REI said that we've had incredibly positive feedback from our consumers saying, you know, we don't go to REI to get bargain basement stuff. We come because there's quality stuff and it represents the lifestyle that we belong to. And if anything, it makes us feel like more loyal shoppers to REI, which also brings up that other point. Who is it that's shopping on Black Friday? Is it the loyal shopper from Nordstrom's or Costco, or is it just uh, sort of like a bargain hunter? Is it somebody who has absolutely Mm -hmm. no loyalty at all? This brings up another point. Yeah. Um, One of the big, they've had to escalate 
uh, sort of the incentives for people to get out and go shopping on Black Friday at two in the morning or three in the morning. And apparently one of the biggest things, Kmart started handing out gift bags to people who would line up at the stores and wait for the doors to open or go shopping in the dim hours. And uh, apparently this then spread like a virus. Well, if Kmart's hanging, handing out goodie bags, then we have to hand out goodie bags. And apparently a phenomenon in 2013, 2014 was that people would just go from line to line, collect goodie bags. You're going, oh my God, it's the ultimate parasitic shopper. You know, these people, they're not helping bump up the, 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 the corporation's well-being at all. You know, so you got to question, has this, has this whole phenomenon kind of jumped the shark? Well, how has uh, how has social media impacted this? Um, I think that uh, uh, you know, doing a bit of doing a bit of digging, there is nothing but nasty that I read in social media regarding Black Friday, where people are all bemoaning that we've just become such consum- uh, hyper-consuming animals, and and the the inhumanity of the whole thing, where people are just bustling past each other, knocking each other over, fighting over flat screen TVs, uh, people bemoaning how Black Friday has just reduced us to to animals. And um, then there's an interesting phenomenon that's coming back. They're saying, you know what? Uh, A lot of the deals that you go and stand in line in the freezing cold on Black Friday for, you can just go to Amazon and get those deals a day later and it gets delivered to your house. So you can sit at home with your hot chocolate with your Mm -hmm. jammies on and order the same stuff and not have somebody hit you over the head with a flat screen TV. So... I really wonder, you know, we've seen this hyper-consumption. You've seen the frenzy of Black Friday happening. You've seen us turn into these hyper-consuming sort of crazy people. You've seen the green folks come out with movies like The Corporation and Naomi Klein's No Logo and say, no, it's got to stop. We've got to stop. Nothing stopped it. I really wonder if what's going to stop it is online shopping. You know, that we're going to keep consuming just as much, even though we know it doesn't really help the environment. Uh, but we're just going to do it from the comfort of our own home. And I wonder if uh, what's going to make Black Friday go away is just the ubiquity of online shopping. I don't necessarily think that online shopping is the, is the be-all and end-all and that people will, uh, will resort to online shopping. I think online shopping is increasing, but I think people still want to go into a store. They still want to try things on. They still want to see what it looks like. Online shopping is great for uh, books. It's great for um, hardware items, electronic items. But um, we talk about Black Friday. Black Friday is no different in my mind than a Boxing Day sale that we have in in this country. Bingo. A&B Sound started Boxing Day sales many, many years ago. A&B Sound isn't in business anymore. They started Boxing Day sales and people went crazy. They'd Mm -hmm. line up in the dark uh, just to get in. Just to buy, A and B Sound would tell you that they have, uh, you know, an electronic item that was was half price, but they'd only have two on sale. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Boxing Day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same thing with Black Friday. Black rather. Friday. Yeah. So it's an enticement to get you in the door, mm-hmm. and people would just flock there like uh, like wolves to bait. And there's another thing that hasn't changed very much. Um, do you remember uh, the the whole idea that they only had a couple of those great tape decks or a couple of those great receivers or speakers on sale. Uh, Black Friday, that's another big thing on social media. They're going, you know what? One, they've only got a couple of door crasher items, which is pretty darn unethical. Two, the stuff that they're marking down and deep discounting is the crappy stuff. They're not marking down the good brands and the really, really good stuff. Three, the the amount of the markdowns actually takes it 
still above cost. So people in this frenzied situation are just grabbing things and wondering, not even thinking about, wait a minute, is this even a really good deal or not? And is this brand a good brand or am I just grabbing it because that guy wants it? You know, same thing. I, I remember standing in line Boxing Day. I had to buy something. You know, I had to walk out with something. I didn't even care what it was. You didn't need it. Yeah, you I didn't just need it. You wanted it. You wanted yeah. to be part of the frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you bring up a very good point about online shopping. Um, I'm working with one group called uh, Ruby, R-O-U-X-B-E, and it's a, a, an online uh, culinary institute. And one of the things that they talk about is the sort of um, the the sense of community that you get when you're with people. And where the, what they talk about is mm-hmm. the sense of community you get, what you get when you're you're cooking when you're in the kitchen. But I would bring that back to the sense of community that you get when you go shoe shopping. Mm-hmm. No, that when you go clothing shopping, when you go shopping for electronics with your best friend or go look for a musical instrument. And that's something you do not get when you're online. In fact, if you want to look at, you know, the statistics on people sitting at home eating processed food in front of their computer, ordering stuff that gets delivered by Amazon, yeah. it isn't doing us a whole heck of a lot of good as far as being social beings or being terribly healthy beings. Mm-hmm. You know, so what you mentioned, you don't think that stores are going away. I don't think they're going away either. No. But um, there's, you know, the whole idea, the, the dilemma of Best Buy and Future Shop. People go to Best Buy, they hold the items in their hands, they check out which one they want, then they go home and order it on Amazon. You know? Yeah, very interesting. A very yeah. interesting phenomenon. Yeah. Now, well, Let's go to the phones and okay. uh, talk to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Ian. I think Black Friday is going to go the same way as uh, Boxing Day. You know, there's no longer the big woohoo of Boxing Day. Now it's Boxing Week, Boxing Month. And like you said, so many people are buying online now. So it's going to become Black uh, Black Week, Black Month, you know, and eventually it'll just become not a big deal again. But uh, the fact that it's in Canada now doesn't surprise me. Most of our big chains are American-owned. And with the, with the value of the dollar, people aren't going to go over the border for Black Friday's anymore, and the, the retailers realize that, so they just transferred over to the border. But I think eventually it'll just wheedle itself away because of online shopping and all that, because it, it just gets blown out of proportion and deals just aren't there, and you can buy them online. So, yeah, eventually it'll just become black every day. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's a, I, have an interesting Thanks, statistic, I have an interesting statistic for you, Kevin. Uh, there, the, the, the chief operating officer of Von Maurer, which is a, a Midwestern retail chain, said that Black Friday is no longer even a top five sales day in their sales calendar as Mm. it was 10 years ago. So, and ASDA, uh, this is spread to the UK as well. And in the UK, they're saying the same thing. What's what's this Black Friday thing? ASDA, which is a big, um, it's almost like a Walmart in the UK. uh, They've stopped doing Black Fridays because they said it actually hurt their produce sales and their fo- their food sales, that people would come in, they'd be getting deep discounts, but they'd be wrecking the place, and their actual business, which was loyal customers, the food business, they'd be driving their loyal customers out. You know, so they said it actually had a negative impact on their core business. So, uh, you know, you got to wonder, um, is this just something that's jumped the shark? Where I find it interesting is a sociological phenomenon, this whole thing of driving people into this frenzy yeah, through the doors I and was, you wonder if online's going to take care of that. I was going to ask you about that. Why I mean your background is advertising. Mm-hmm. Is that what advertising wants us to do? I think I think advertising wants to entice you into thinking that if you don't do this you're missing out. 
You know, there's yeah. a couple of different mind states that we want. One, that you are not as tall, as sexy, as rich, as good-looking as you think you could be unless you buy this car slash cologne slash wristwatch. Mm-hmm. Or that everybody else has something that you don't have and you're going to be socially ostracized if you're not there. It's that sense of missing out. And it's a very, very easy emotion to provoke with advertising, you know, saying that everybody's going to be there. Aren't you going to be there too? Yeah. You know, it's the same thing that, the, that gets drummed into us as little children. Everybody had it was at Johnny's birthday party, but you didn't get invited. How do you feel? You know, same thing happens. I'm a loser. <laughs> exactly. It's terrible. And, and you think of the people who are doing that to you as people like me, you know, and we just get paid the dollar just to tell you that you're a loser. I'm a loser. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Don't consider yourself a loser if you don't go shopping on Black Friday. Let's go to the phones and talk to Douglas. Hi, Douglas. Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Great, how are you? Good, thank you. Not too bad. Yeah, uh, the last caller, I kind of agree with him because the Black Friday sales... Um, same as Boxing Day sales, you know, they will have one or two things that are fantastically priced, but if you look at the fine print, three only per store. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, you, if you're not one of the, if you're not one of the first three people in the line, right at the, right at a door opening, you're never going to get it. Yeah, it's and, a, it's a terrible bait and switch, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And one of the other things, just, just like last night here at Hillside Mall, Night of Lights, um, my son and I went down hoping to find some really good Christmas deals. We went and took a look at some of the things that we were thinking of buying for presents, and their sale price was still higher than their regular price because we had been in there a week before. You mean they so, raised their prices? Yeah, to, to say, oh, yes, 30% off. Well, no, it isn't. And I have a feeling that that's what they do for the Black Friday sales and the Boxing Day sales. They'll raise their prices just so they're not going to lose any money. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of phenomena that, that are tying in the same way. There's also the whole outlet mall phenomena where they go, wow, I'm getting a great price on Nike or, uh, or uh, gear at, at the outlet mall. And then you realize that Nike actually makes special gear for the outlet malls that isn't as good as their regular gear. And, and you're going, what is going on here? It's not, it's not a cool situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Thanks, Douglas. Appreciate okay, take it. Care, guys. One of the things that uh, I find fascinating is a company that does not put its product on sale, and that's Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, its price is its price is its price. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, um, and I realize stores have to put their their, their product on sale. Department stores, particularly, right. have to put their product on sale because they it's seasonal and they have to get it out and you know, bring in the seasonal wear. What do you think of Apple? I think it's I think it's phenomenal because um, you know uh, there's there's brands like REI that we were talking about that refuse to play into this mountain equipment co-op. You don't see a whole lot of sales stuff on there. Yeah. Um, they say uh, Patagonia. You don't see a whole lot of sales stuff. Apple, um, and they say you know what. Um, our brand is our brand, and it's the highest value brand. And if you want cheap stuff, then you're not an Apple type person. And so, what have I just done? I flipped the tables on you. As I was saying, you're a loser, like the Beatles were singing. You're a loser for not lining up to get the cheap stuff because all Mm -hmm. the smart people are paying less. Apple has just turned the tables and said, you're a loser if you go for the cheap stuff. You know, it's like a premium product. It's like a a fine Swiss watch. If you really want to get the cheap stuff, go for a Timex. And that's a whole other emotion that that they hit you with. Now, 
let me tell you, I, I used to live in Europe and, and there was no such thing as Black Friday. Um, when we when we lived in Europe, we would also we'd always look forward to Christmas time because right around Christmas there would be Christmas sales as there are in Canada. Mm-hmm. Well, a Christmas sale in Germany was ten percent off. Ten percent was considered a dramatic price decrease. But it, it, it brought about a different type of behavior because they were very, for example, the fashion stores, 10% was a miracle. You'd almost never see it. Uh, what it provoked in people was a different type of behavior. They wouldn't go buy clothing by the pound, the cheap stuff, like we would here at Winners or TJ Maxx mm-hmm. uh, or Marshalls. What they would do, they'd go to the stores, they'd take pictures. They would take pictures of the, the jacket that they wanted or the dress that they wanted. And every year they would buy one or two pieces and they would take extremely good care of them and they'd keep them for 10 or 20 years, you know, and it just provokes a different type of behavior. Now, if you buy an Apple computer, you're going to take good care of it, right? Absolutely. So it's, it's just one of those things where you go, what sort of behavior do we want to incite in people? I think ultimately uh, building high value goods is a lot healthier uh, for us as, as an economy because it doesn't beat up the workers as much as, say, a Black Friday does. Um, and it also doesn't uh, accelerate consumption. It doesn't make you feel that you bought these 10 shirts for a dollar a piece so you can throw nine of them away. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, it's, a, it's an interesting psychology. Angie sends us an email. says, my dad used to say that a sale was just a transaction between two people. Needless to say, I'm not phased by something on sale. In my opinion, if the price is reduced by 30%, then it was overpriced by 30% to begin with. Angie. And she has in brackets, jaded. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really wonder, too. Um, in the last little while, we've seen a movement, especially with the millennials, um, uh, we've seen a movement away from product and towards experiences. People don't want to buy a car. They want to lease transportation. That's, mm-hmm. you know, the success of Uber and, and, and cars to go and zip cars. Uh, they would rather get an experience like a, a, a tickets to a show or a trip rather than uh, something for the house. And I wonder, too, if this is all tied together, if people are just going, you know, I, enough stuff. The 1980s, when I was growing up, it was like everybody wanted stuff, 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 and you want to throw away the stuff and get more stuff. Yeah. But I think there is a movement in young and old alike where we're just going, enough already. Enough, you know, we've, enough stuff. Enough stuff. You know, that's, yeah. I find it a sick society where we all have, uh, where we all have storage lockers to store all our stuff because we have too much stuff. And uh, I think social media, uh, again, has accelerated this because we also get a view of the people who don't have stuff a lot more clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, we're having a lot more transparent view of people who don't have stuff. So, um, I mean, do we need as many shoes as Imelda Marcos No, has? but, you know, it's, it's funny. You and I had this conversation off the air where once you want something and you get it, then suddenly you need it. So yeah. once you want a new pair of shoes, you get those shoes, well, then you need some more shoes, yeah. you know, and you get in this, it's a self-reinforcing pattern that drives you to more consumption. So Black, uh, Black Friday, thumbs up or thumbs down? I'd say thumbs down, but for all the wrong reasons. I think uh, I'd like to believe that Black Friday is going out of fashion because people are sick of stuff. But truly, from what I've seen, I think that Black Friday is going out of style because of Amazon, that people would rather sit at home and buy in their jammies and socks or sit in front of a dark in a dark room with a dark screen and order stuff while they're eating processed food. <laughs> for all the wrong reasons, I think Black Friday is going away. Yeah. So, Mark, thanks for coming in. Good to talk to you again. Thank you again for having me. Talk to you next month. Uh, Mark Stoiber, he's a branding expert and the author of Didn't See It Coming. 
You've been listening to Didn't See It Coming, the podcast about brands that learn from the past, are looking to the future, and are profiting because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. If you want to get a hold of me, drop me an email at mark, M-A-R-C, at markstoiber.com, M-A-R-C-S-T-E.